Welcome to Amplify, the Revolution Her podcast, dedicated to uplifting, empowering, and amplifying women's voices globally. Our community is a fierce collective of women who are ready to live the lives they always dreamed they would. Together, our strength as a community of inspiring and ambitious women is truly unstoppable. I'm Maria Locker, founder and CEO of Revolution Her. And I'm your co-host, Grace Moores, founding partner of Revolution Her. Today, we are talking about living authentically with the one and only Haley. As an Indigenous advocate and member of the LGBTQ plus community, Haley uses her platform to share her vulnerable stories to inspire others to own their journey and live their truth when faced with adversity. Haley is raw, real, and unapologetically herself. Through her platform, she shares her unique voice, positive energy, and promotes self-love and self-acceptance. We are so thrilled. Please help us welcome Haley. Haley, we are so grateful to have you joining us today to discuss living authentically. You describe yourself as being two-spirited, and we'd love to kick off by, first of all, welcoming you in. Thank you so much for joining us here today. We'll have you come in here. (laughs) Of course. Thank you so much for having me here. I'm so excited. Oh, we can't wait to dive deep into our topic today. And you just really embody this idea of just living out loud and being yourself authentically. So we wanted to really start by helping others understand um, what's the best way to help others understand what it means for anyone to be two-spirited. Um, for any of our listeners out there, because we want to talk about living in your authentic self and your journey we're going to talk about today goes in so many directions. Um, but let's start there because it's a, it's a really, really important thing to make sure from the outset that people understand. Of course. Yes. Um, so I'm still on this journey of learning exactly the true meaning of two-spiritness. I know kind of like the basis of, you know, being two-spirit is a cultural and a spiritual being of, uh, of Indigenous cultures. It's a, uh, we're not just one gender, we, we feel all genders. And so that's why I go by all pronouns. I'm she, they, he. Um, but, you know, every different tribe has different versions of two-spirit, different um, explanations of what two-spirit is. But what my understanding is, it is a spiritual being of sense, and it is very important to Indigenous cultures. And your, so what tribe do you um, call home? Let's, let's make sure we cover that too, because there are some incredible, I mean, they're just incredible organized um, communities across Canada, across the world, obviously, um, but in particular here in Canada. So do you want to share a bit more about your tribe? Of course. Yes. So um, my dad is from Muskeg Lake uh, in Saskatchewan. So that's in Treaty 6 area. Um, But I am still also I'm still trying to get in contact with them because of the whole adoption. Um, It was really hard for me to get involved in the tribe until I turned 18 because there's there's these weird things with adopted beings if you aren't adopted by indigenous people as well they aren't allowed any access into that until you're 18 and then you have to essentially write a letter and be like hello like I'm from this tribe like please please acknowledge me (laughs) 
Wow, oh, that's, so that's crazy. So how did you know that you were Indigenous then? Did you know that when you were adopted from when you were adopted? Yeah, well, kind like I knew I had some Native in me. I didn't know like I was Cree. Um, and my adoptive mom would essentially, she thought Métis meant mixed Native. And so yeah. essentially I was growing up thinking I was Métis. But yeah. then until later on, actually a follower on Instagram found my bio dad's name on a Cree voters website for Muskeg Lake. And then I just like started connecting all the dots. I started asking my bio mom, you know, like to show me some papers. And it was confirmed that they are from Muskeg Lake. Wow. Now, one thing we have to share with our listeners is that you have a a huge following on social media. So on TikTok and Instagram. So was that um, actually maybe you can tell us about how that started and your journey with social media started and how it has evolved in terms of your of you discovering your authentic self? Oh, wow. Yeah. So I actually uh, started TikTok uh, when the pandemic hit, you know, I lost my job and I was like, what, what else could I do other than I'm just going to learn about myself. I'm going to get out there and just share my story about finding out who I am. And it just made so many connections. Like I I honestly felt like I was really alone being adopted and being a mixed Filipinx uh, indigenous person. And, and then when I finally started posting on TikTok and everything, you know, I was getting so many people messaging me, you know, sharing their own stories and just wow. really resonating with mine. And so I just, I just kept going and, and, you know, just honestly being authentically who I am and people were loving that. Wow, that's such a short period of time. I must admit, I thought you'd been on there for much longer than that. That's incredible. Wow. <laughs> you know what? This is this is going back to our theme. When you're authentically yourself and you're sharing that the, the sides of you that are just true to who you are, it's so much easier for people to put up their hand and say, oh my gosh, I feel just the way you're saying. I, you know, I resonate with you. And it's really nice to have that mirror reciprocity, right? Where I feel like, oh, someone gets it. Someone knows what I'm going through. Um, And would you say you found those people through social media? Like, are you really finding that, you know, the connections that you're making translate into real life? Oh my gosh. Yes. When I was living back in Calgary and I honestly didn't have a lot of Filipino or indigenous or mixed friends, like, because I grew up basically trying to take that part of my life out and being like, I, I am now just white and I will, I will live white. And, and then because of TikTok, I I found like a great community of like native TikTok and Filipino TikTok and they were just so welcoming and they took me in and made this like whole family and now I'm just like I'm going around Canada and the states and I'm meeting so many like indigenous and Filipino and mixed creators and it's just like if it wasn't for TikTok like I wouldn't be meeting these people and I would still be stuck in Calgary feeling so like isolated and alone isn't that amazing? That is because you also often hear with social media that a lot of the negative things and a lot of the, the like the trolls and and the bad comments, which I'm sure is is part of that journey. But it, it's so nice to to hear that you found that there's this community as well. That's incredible. Well, I'd love to talk about that a little bit more in terms of kind of getting past any of those insecurities. Like Grace and I will tell you that you know podcast podcast is like 
the perfect realm for us. Um, we, you know, we struggle with videos and really putting ourselves out there. So for anyone who's kind of holding themselves back or not sure they really want to air out, you know, their entire life's journey online, what advice can you give? How can we kind of get there slowly, but surely for anyone struggling to do that? You know, I always told myself that I'm not living for other people. I'm living for me. And, you know, whatever I do, if it makes me happy, that's the most important thing. Like, I will shut everything out and I am just living to be happy with who I am and in myself, essentially. Oh, that's so beautiful. <laughs> and, and it, but it's how we it should is. all be it living. Is. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's so true. But, you know, so many of us do hold back and, you know, you, you know, I, I'm just going to say this for anyone, like you're gorgeous. You are definitely younger <laughs> than us, which means, you know, you know, you've worked past some of the biases that, you know, as the older generations go on, a lot of us tell ourselves stories that hold us back from doing things. So you are incredibly inspiring to see you doing what you're doing and putting yourself out there. Um, I just, I want to make sure we tell you that right off the bat, because it, it's important. It, it really, whether yeah. you know or not, you're inspiring others to go out and live their lives authentically as well. So, and uh, it's not it. easy. It's it's no. it's not easy. Society has so many expectations for us as women, yeah. let alone being. Um, a, a, I don't even know what you know, a woman of color, or whether um, um, an indigenous woman. Like there's so there so many restrictions of our uh, constraints yeah. are put on us and um you you've you've made that step you've overcome that which is huge like it's it's you, it's very yeah thank you for jumping in there i lost no. my train of thought there it, <laughs> i think we're both just is. sitting here like wow you know yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you you make it look so easy and we know that it hasn't been like it life yeah. life hasn't always been easy and, and and maybe you can share a bit about about that oh yeah of course um so i mean i've been bullied you know ever since i was in elementary through junior high through high school a lot of people didn't like me just trying to you know be loud and extreme and exciting they were always trying to like put me in this little box and for a while I was trying to stay in this little box you know just like following what everyone was wearing what they were saying what they were doing and and like essentially you know it took me down a path of I, I was alone all the time I wasn't making a lot of friends and the friends I were making weren't there for my well-being and took me down a really deep dark path of uh, substance abuse and alcohol abuse and I that took over at least four to five years of my life I was just you know trying to run around like with these people that weren't actually my friends and mm. just trying to fit in with them and not being super healthy yeah. and then it wasn't until one of my friends um, became a, um, a murdered and missing Indigenous woman. And when the police found her, it was very, like, quick, just closing the case. They didn't really look into it. And I said to myself, you know, like, I need to start, like, being safe for myself. And I need to get away from these people and just, you know, I need to be who I really am on the inside. And then finally, like, a year or so before the pandemic, I... I just started opening up more and becoming 
more of who I was and not trying to fit into everyone's little cookie cutters of like who I needed to be or who they wanted me to be. And I just wanted to be, I just wanted to be me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How, oh, I'm so sorry to hear about your friend. Yeah. And that's, I know it's a tragic circumstance of, of society, unfortunately. Um, I don't know how, how else to to describe it happens way more often than it should. And, um, and I'm, I'm so sorry that, that you had to experience that, but I'm also grateful for the fact that you were able to take that as an opportunity to turn things around. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it's, you know, for anyone listening, if there is anything we can do to support causes that specifically support indigenous girls, you know, if you can share any resources at the end, or we can include them, you know, we are always looking to make sure that we are informing our listeners as well in our community. At the end of the day, Revolution Her is all about bringing women together and supporting one another to lift each other up. And part of that is having hard conversations about, you know, when you see someone in distress or you see people who are struggling, how can we help? Because turning a blind eye isn't going to help at all. So um, on that note, you know, I'd love for you, if you can share a little bit more about, you know, pulling yourself out of the darkness and, and finding your way through um, because that's a journey that, you know, a lot of different women have in a different way. And for you, you know, very specifically what you've gone through, what was, you know, maybe you can name a couple of things that really helped for you to start finding your way through. Oh, wow. Um, well, honestly, the, the path I was going down, like I just noticed, like I couldn't keep a job. I couldn't find like uh, a permanent living place for me. I couldn't find friends who would stay with me. My relationship with my family was crumbling. And it was, it was kind of just like, if, if I don't change now, like my life is going to continue on this rut of like not having any stability in my life. And that's what I really needed. And I honestly, like, <laughs> it's not super helpful to say, but like, I quit most things like very cold Turkey. Like as soon as that happened, I was just like, I have to stop. I got myself out of like a toxic, uh, toxic relationship. I was went in. I got myself out of the place of living. I was in, that was also very toxic. I finally reached out to my mom too. And I was like, hello, like I need help, like out of these situations, like, please, like, I know we haven't had a relationship, but like, this is, this is me trying now. And yeah, it was honestly like, it felt, it was just like a, a switch a in switch. my head. I need to do this. I need to get on my own ass and <laughs> part of my language. <laughs> no, oh, you can. <laughs> that's incredible. And, you know, I, that takes a lot of willpower and bravery to do that and to see when it's time to do that. I, wow. I have yeah. goosebumps, but I'm, I'm so glad you did. <laughs> yeah. So in terms of supports then, so family was, was a big support for you in terms of when you were looking to turn things around. Yeah. And then in terms of maybe some other supports, were were there like, because it's so hard to keep that motivation going to, so, uh, you know, once you make that decision. So what were some of the, the, the things that kept you from deviating back? So it was definitely a lot of my family. And then um, 
I got back like some of my old friends that I've been friends with for many years, you know, they were always by my side, but yeah, they just, they didn't know how to help, but they were always there to support. And um, honestly, like mostly just family and friends and then, and then finding social media friends online too. Like a lot of people would try and reach out and they'd be like, Hey, like, I know you don't really know me, but you know, I'm looking out for you as well. Like on when I had Facebook and stuff like that, because mm. everyone knew I was having a hard time. I was, I was very wild on, yeah. on Facebook back then. <laughs> <laughs> but, right. You can look back and think, you know, you're here today. This is, you're able to tell this story and, um, you know, there's different reasons for things that happen. And if it means that you can tell your story now and hopefully prevent other people from going down the same path or helping them see the light at the end of the tunnel too, um, you know, that's a gift and you're sharing that with the world. That's, it's an incredible gift that you can share. So um, I want to talk a little bit about, you know, being able to discuss all the fluidity of your life on a bigger scale. Do you get questions a lot about what it's like to live as a two-spirited person or, you know, being part of the LGBTQ two plus community, you know, what is that like for you to be able to share your journey and, you know, share what it's, what it means to you? Uh, Well, at first I was very, I was very ashamed of that part. Honestly, I would try telling people and people wouldn't believe me because I first came out as bisexual in high school really and because of how I was just always dating men people would never believe me or they would think I was trying to put on this show for them and so I just I just kind of stopped talking about it altogether and then because of TikTok and everything and and just like that switch in my head of like I need to just be me and like I was I was even trying to hide it from my mom even though my mom 100% knew and she like she was like why are you trying to hide this from me like of course I know who you are like of course I knew you were bi and two-spirit like you just you just didn't want to share that with me and so mm-hmm. I just again it was just like I'm tired of hiding and pretending that I'm this cookie cutter for everyone and I just wanted to be me, even if it upset people or made people feel weird. You know, I was like, that's not my problem. That's a you problem. You know, I'm again, just trying to be who I really am. And if that irks you, well then don't be around me. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Oh, it's, it's It's true. We all have to get over that. Right. I think that's the big message today is, you know, living authentically means you have to be okay with it. And if other people aren't, that's not, that's not for you to worry about, right? You're living happily, joyfully in your own authentic self. Um, And it shows like your smile is radiant. When you talk about your life, you are just, you glow. And that's just, that's just a testament to the fact that you can tell you, you are very happy with how things are going in your life right now. And it is, it's contagious. Like I can't help but smile. (laughs) That's pretty amazing. So uh, one of the things that you do talk about is channeling your energy into your creative self. So I was wondering if you could share a little bit more about that with us. Oh my gosh. Well, honestly, I, I was, I was always very into like the theatrical, like I was in musical theater. I love plays. I love musicals. And I just wanted to be able to take that energy and put it out on social media because, you know, 
because of the whole pandemic and everything, you weren't able to go out and be in theater and do all this stuff. So I was like, this is also a way for me to express myself and show people that, hey, I can also be kind of like a little actor on here and just like <laughs> energy with everyone, which it honestly got me now agencies to help me get on real TV shows now and real movies. And I'm like, yes, like this amazing. is what just manifesting all of it. <laughs> <laughs> that is amazing. I love oh. that. I do too. You know what? Um, I, I just feel like we have so many different directions and questions for you, but um, what I just, I just love that you just go with it. You're just going with things that come your way and just riding it. And I, I'm so excited to see where you're headed next. Can you share a little bit about what might be on the horizon? You just mentioned some media. What's coming next for you? Well, I have been doing a lot of voice auditions for radio. So I'm hoping, you know, something kicks off. Um, and I have doing a, like a couple self auditions for like TV and movies. I'm not 100% sure like how this will go, but this is this is my very first time like ever doing something like this. And I'm just like, I'm living for it. I'm <laughs> loving it. like, if it can go into musical theater too, that would also be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> because why not, right? Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. I love it, love it. <laughs> okay, well, before we get to our rapid fire, I do have to ask you then, what would be your ideal musical? Like what's your favorite musical of all time? Oh, my favorite musical would have to be Wicked. I I was her. I was like, I'm not that girl. You know, I'm that green girl on the side. Nobody loves me. They put me out as the villain. I I love Wicked. (laughs) You can relate. It's such a good musical, though. And the books, too. Like, the books are amazing as well. I saw that. Yeah, so good. Son of a witch. All of it. All of it. All of it. I'm with you. I'm with you. I haven't read them in so long, actually. So I'm going <laughs> to, that sparked it. I'm going to write it down. Okay. Wicked. Love it. All right. Okay. Oh, should we start with the rapid fun. fire? Are you ready? I think we have to. Yeah. yeah. Okay. We're going to get to some rapid fire. No pressure. They're no. just fun questions. Yeah. But, um, you know, just tell us the first thing that comes to your mind, basically. And you can go as short or as long an answer as you'd like. So let's kick off with... I'm going to go with the first one. Okay. What do you wish more women would do for themselves? I wish they would uplift themselves instead of constantly putting themselves down and comparing themselves to other people. They need to stop looking at other people and being like, no, just tunnel vision for myself because I'm the one that's important. Nobody else matters. Yes. Love it. Perfectly said. All right. What were your favorite subjects in school? Aside from maybe drama now. <laughs> um, I love gym and I also love math. Even though I have really bad ADHD, I was really good in math. <laughs> nice. I love it. Okay. You're up. If you right? had a theme song, what would it be? Oh, wow. If I had a theme song, I think it would be Free Bird. Oh, <laughs> such a good I song love that song yeah <laughs> love it all right this one's a little deeper in the quiet moments where does your mind wander to oh wow <clears throat> in the quiet moments I do I know I'm always saying how everyone needs to stop focusing on other people and like you, you're the most important self but 
I, I, I have doubts too. I sit there and I'm like, am I doing enough? Like, am I enough for people? Do people actually like me or are they just saying they like me? (laughs) And so my quiet places go more of like, just like doubting myself and doubting what I'm doing. But it usually goes back up quick of, no, you know what? Like I'm doing something really important and people need to hear my story. They need to connect too. And I just, I need to get myself out there so I can find more connections. I love it. Yeah. I like that too. (sighs) Okay. What is one product that you couldn't live without? Oh, one product. Oh man. Oh my goodness. That's. (laughs) Oh, this sounds, this sounds really terrible of me, but I couldn't live without Nintendo. I'm a really big. (laughs) (laughs) That's fair. Oh my gosh. Love it. Uh, <laughs> my kids would say the same thing and my husband they're huge gamers huge so what's your go-to my, my what's go-to? the guilty yeah oh for for gaming for gaming. yeah well I game on a lot of different platforms like I'm on the switch I'm on a computer I'm on yeah. xbox but my go-to would be would be nintendo switch and my favorite game is yoshi's island Oh, yeah. fun. Yeah. <laughs> so what, do you, what do you play on PC? Oh, Are you um, on PC? Yeah. So I play a lot of like Halo or Call of Duty yeah. or um, like Sims. <laughs> yeah. I can't. I just heard the other day that Sims is still around. I didn't realize that there's like Sims. I, that's from when I was growing up. Like I can remember that that was a huge thing. Yeah. Um, no, my I didn't realize. Plays a lot of Sims. I didn't know yeah. that. Yeah, I'm feeling very old right now. (laughs) No, amazing though. All right, where is your favorite place in the world to be? Honestly, anywhere that involves being surrounded by trees and water, and people, (laughs) and people, good people. Yeah, good people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there is definitely something to be said about being out in nature, isn't there? Like I, I'm a I'm a big gardener and I love being outside. But I I'm with you. I'd be out there with you in the trees and by water <laughs> for sure. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, <laughs> I'd be well up for that. <laughs> All right, Grace, you're going to give the last one. Okay, last one. Let's see what have we got here. What haven't we asked? Okay. Oh. <gasps> Do you have a favorite TV show right now? <gasps> My favorite TV show of all time is The X-Files. Oh, oh really? Gosh, yeah. that's an old one. <laughs> yeah. Aren't they remaking that or something? Are they doing a remake of that or am I confusing that with something else? A movie of like The X-Files like went like a couple of years ago. But if I'm going to be honest, I didn't watch that because I was like, I don't want it to ruin the TV I show know. for me. I know. And so the show- who, was your, who was your favorite yeah. out of the two of them? Well, I like the whole dy- dynamic, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe Skinner was also my favorite because he, he was, you know, a tough ass, but he's yeah. always here to help you. But shh, don't let them know that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, such a good show. My kids just started like we'll watch it. Um, we just started getting into it a couple months ago and it's it's like 20 years just disappeared. It's yeah. still so good. It's so I, good. Yeah. I love the ex. <laughs> Wicked and X-Files. See? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Well, before we go, Haley, you know, if there was one thing you wanted anyone listening today to 
to feel or to know or to leave, you know, empowered by, what would you want to tell them in their lives to live authentically? Honestly, again, just, uh, just be happy in who you are. And if you're happy in yourself, it will radiate to other beings and they'll be happy that you're happy. It's true. Oh my goodness. It is so true. You're so wise for (laughs) such a young soul. (laughs) I'm loving your messages that you've been, been sharing with us today. So thank you so much. We'll make sure to include all your information. Go find Haley on TikTok, on Instagram, go and connect with her. Um, And, you know, we'll be watching from afar. We're just so excited to see what comes next for you. Yeah. You know, there's anything we can do, share, let us know. We'd love to support you. So, um, yeah, keep us posted. (laughs) Oh, thank you so much for having me on here. You guys are so lovely. I had such a nice time. Oh, Oh, it's great chatting with you. I might like you are just like I said, I I wish, you know, we don't do the video component, but you are just radiating I know. Happiness. I feel like my cheeks. Are I know. Yeah. I can't not <laughs> smile. It's craziness. I bet you do. I can't not smile around you. It's pretty awesome. Actually. Yeah. Thank you, Haley. Thank you. Take care. I'll talk to you soon.